Welcome, everyone, to Is It a Classic, the podcast that normally takes a look at a match in wrestling history and determines for you definitively if it is, in fact, a classic. But today, my co-host, Danny, is unable to get to the podcast recording studio, so you got your boy here, Chad, solo, solo up time. Look, I'm going to talk some headlines. We're going to play a fun game around wrestling themes. It's a good time, I promise. So let's get to that good time. Here we go. The biggest match in pro wrestling history. This is not a wrestling match. This is a fight. Well, I'm a lot of kid. Make yourself famous. Are you kidding me? And welcome to another brand new edition of Is It a Classic, the podcast that takes a look at classic forgotten theme songs in wrestling history. We're talking Booker T's Can You Dig It that he did as an original. He rapped himself on there. He didn't like rap himself and stuff. He was he rapped his own theme. Anyways, Eddie Guerrero's Gangsta Lean theme. I suggest looking that up. Chris Jericho's Seven Deaths theme, close to my heart. Doink's heel theme as he called it and of course to me one of the funniest themes of all time the fabulous rougeau's all american boys theme uh great themes great themes but of course we're not here to talk about classic forgotten themes in wrestling history at least not yet normally we would be here to review a match and tell you using science if it is definitively a classic. But today, Danny is out of pocket, so it's time for our third ever solo show. Now, that was the that was the wrong sound bite. That's okay. Um, anyways, it's solo show time um, with me, your host, Chad, here. The biggest icon in wrestling. Thank you. Yes. Uh, today, we're just going to take it easy, take it light. I'm going to talk some headlines. I've got a little game that we're going to play together around wrestling themes at the end of this. And, you know, just sit back and relax. Hopefully, you enjoy the show. And, um, you know, let's get to it. I just want to thank each and everyone now for all you've done to your bodies. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> First of all, we want to start with some AEW. We had a big, big dynamite this past Wednesday. Uh, I I want to start with Punk and MJF. I thought the opening segment was a little long. Everyone did great. They're really building this Wardlow turn. I think that's great. But the tag match that came in the middle of the show was fan-fucking-tastic. I mean, it was, you know, this was the first time where I think in Dynamite or AEW history, someone opened up the show with a promo and it actually led to a challenge later in the show. Loving for the following a is a five double white boy challenge. But uh, I thought it was well done. And when you do it once in a while, it it's okay. It makes sense and it fits in what's going on. And then Mox coming out as... Punk's partner was obviously great. Mox looks like a house of fire. FTR is always good. There was a bunch of schmas and great near spots, but it still worked to get Punk the win. Now, I don't want to step on 
FBC's toes here real quick. Nobody's stepping on my toes. FBC here real quick. I just want to pop in before that asshole tries to do some fantasy booking. Here's what I think Punk should choose for the match. I think it should be Punk versus MJF with Wardlow's contract on the line. MJF wins. He gets to keep Wardlow as his personal assistant. If Punk wins, then Wardlow is set free. So you get to have the match. You get to have Wardlow come down and create some drama. And then what's Wardlow going to do? Does he side with Punk? Does he side with MJF? And if he does side with Punk, as you would assume he would to lead to the turn, then MJF gets to say he was cheated out of a victory. And he gets to say he lost unfairly and that he's still the rightful champion. So that's what it is. And I see, is that is that a, is that a baseball bat? Ah! I can't believe that motherfucker just ran in here. Chad back. Sorry about that. Anyways, uh, I was listening because this is my podcast or our podcast, I should say. Shout out, Danny. Sorry about that. And I think it's a great idea. Um, I'm a little biased, but I think it's a great idea. I do want to mention what uh, upset me greatly was as MJF and Sean Spears Drinks in hand, we're watching the TV monitor to see who the surprise partner was. They should have had MJF do a spit take. He's taking a sip. Mox's music hits. Boom, spit take. Makes that backstage a funny moment. Makes it perfect. Sells MJF is upset and scared out of his britches. They should have done that. Anywho, more big stuff happened and Dynamite, you've heard by now, we had a couple of debuts that happened on the show. Um, first, we had uh, Jay White debut on AEW. He you know, made a cameo in that segment with the Young Bucks, and I think that there's some interesting build to Jay White and Kenny Omega, which they obviously teased. I am a Jay White fan. I would love to see Jay White do some wrestling. Uh, so I want to. I hopefully he sticks around and he either builds to that Omega match or um, he gets to showcase his skills and gets to hang around in this, um, you know, Bucks angle that's going on with Adam Cole. I would like to say, where the fuck is Red Dragon? <laughs> Red Dragon was on the show for a while. They were like them and and the Young Bucks were going to go at it, and then they just fucking disappeared. Where the hell is Red Dragon? Wow. I don't understand that, but Jay White's in. We got the switch blade. Switch blade, excuse me. Good deal there. Of course, the other big debut was, as many expected, Isaiah Cassidy's opponent in the face of the Revolution qualifying match was Limitless Keith Lee. Now, before I get to the positives. I want to get a criticism out of the way. I think I, I love Mikey Ruckus. I think he's doing some great stuff. I think 90% of Keith Lee's new theme is a certified banger. I haven't run it through the science yet to know if it's a classic, but I can safely say it's a banger. And the only thing that keeps it from being an instant classic without having to go through the science 
is the fact that one of the main lyrics is out of the frying pan and into the fire. What a random old man quote lyric, generic pull from the street, like non-creative lyric out of the frying pan and into the fire. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's one of Keith Lee's favorite phrases. Maybe Mikey Ruckus said, hey, man, Keith, how do you want people to know that you're limitless? And he said, well, tell them I'm out of the frying pan and into the fire. But it takes me out of the song. I can deal with, I am Lee. I am Lee. That people need to know very heavily and gutturally what his last name is. Because the music around it's a banger, but out of the frying pan into the fire. Anyways, I've spent too much time on that. Uh, Isaiah Casti is the man. He made Keith Lee look limitless. That beal he took, the opening move where he got tossed, you know, 10, 15 feet in the air, like that was amazing. That was like Ray Lewis seeing somebody throw for five. I've seen him, I've seen Steve McNair throw for 500 yards many times. Like, it was nuts. Uh, and, of course, Keith got to use his his power, uh, got to, you know, catch Mark Quinn doing the flip over the ropes. Like, he looked great. I'm worried about his stamina. Uh, it looked like he got gassed pretty quick. I know he just got married either this weekend or the previous weekend, so he's probably doing some celebrating. He was off for a while. Like, I can understand being out of ring shape. If he can get in ring shape, drop some elbs, uh, I think he's going to be uh, – and we get that Keith Lee that can do what he wants and knows how to do it, uh, it's going to be great. Uh, I also want to say on the show, one other big thing, the Texas death match was bonkers. The finish was great. The idea of the vaulting uh, the uh, lariat, the buckshot lariat over the ref was such a fantastic idea. Uh, I – Another bloody death match like Lance Archer knows how to do those. And Hangman gave up some blood again. It seems like Hangman's getting bloody in every single title match he's doing. So they might need to slow that down a bit. And of course, we've got the Adam Cole versus Adam Hangman page match coming up at the pay-per-view for the right to be called Adam in AEW and Adam Elite Wrestling. Another couple of notes on the AEW show. Uh, Andrade still the best. I want to speak to the boy. Oh, I've got the boss here finally. Oh, you're not TNT champion. I'm TNT champion. Uh, shout out to guy in a suit with like a hoodie over it that they kept showing a few times that got like overexcited that just did not belong in the crowd it looked like. But kudos to him like coming from a business meeting straight to the show and it being his first show and enjoying it or whatever the situation was there. And then finally... A uh, shout out to Jake Hager's purple ass pants. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck those were, um, but I was distracted the whole time. All, all I heard in that inner circle promo was look at Jake's pants. He went into the pants to get a cell phone. I was like, I, I couldn't see anything else, but those damn, those fucking pants. All right, let's move on to the double, double. I love double, double E. So the E had some good stuff this week but luckily uh i got a chance to uh 
record, believe it or not, you know, I've been traveling for work. I almost didn't make this show. Um, that's because I was in Connecticut and I got to sit in the in Titan Towers uh, in the WWE office and listen to some pieces of the booking meeting. Uh, I got to record it. Um, I posed as a journalist. I said, hey, I've got this podcast. They were like, whatever. Went to Vince McMahon's office and uh, I'm going to play some of that for you right now. Hey, Vince, we need a challenger for Roman at Saudi. Uh, you know those guys love the the old stars. Um, you know, X-Pac just got cleared. We could call him. You know, we've got some guys on the on the back end that we could maybe bring in. You know, we could try and get Billy Gunn back from AEW. What do you think? Well, shit, pal. Who do we have that's our age still on the payroll? Hmm. Goldberg, well, get his ass in here. All right. Give Goldberg a call. And, of course, Goldberg showed up on uh, on SmackDown. And I think it's going to be a fun match. It should it could be his last match. Or they could sign him for another, like, $5 million a year to have three-minute matches. And kudos to Goldberg. But glad Bill's back. Uh, I have another recording I want to I wanna play for you. Bruce. We got to build this Usos match with the Viking Raiders. The Viking Raiders are weak challengers. All right. So it looks like that's uh, easy, Vince. We'll just have uh, Eric beat Jimmy. You know, do a little one-on-one so the challengers look better. No, you fucking moron, pal. I just said they are weak. You got to have Jimmy beat him. Beat that Viking son of a bitch. Well, uh, I guess so. I guess we can do that, Vince. Well, uh, how long do you want the match to be? Uh, Give me a minute. Got it. One minute. All right. I'm back. Well, pal, what else do we have? Well, looks like uh, we got Ricochet and Cesaro versus Sheamus and Rich Holland. Uh, Maybe a little Aaliyah and Natalia. Oh, we got Drew Lowe in a segment with Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss. Well, have we had those matches and segments before? Uh, Yes, Vince. Hundreds of times. Great. It'll feel familiar to the fans. They'll like that. They're like Olive Garden leftovers. You've eaten it twice already, so you know what you're going to get, pal. Brother sucks. And uh, that was SmackDown. I mean, I do know that... Rhonda was 10 times better on SmackDown than she was on Raw. I think somebody told her to calm down. They were like, you love snapping arms. Just go out there. You know, hey, Rhonda, go out there and picture everybody naked. Well, that didn't work for her on Monday. Hey, Rhonda, go out there and picture you arm barring everyone. Um, and then you know, I think that made her calm down a little bit more. Rhonda, maybe she's intimidated by Becky Lynch and she's not intimidated by Charlotte. Who knows? But she was a million times better on SmackDown which I appreciate uh, and you know, kudos to her for trying to get better. Hopefully, you know, it will continue to improve and she'll be back to where she was um, beforehand on the raw side. The quiz bowl was great. That was so much fun. Uh, Otis saying ham over and over again, being the answer was great. Orton trying to get the, the old smoke the weed reference in there was fun. Um, Chad Gable again is the, Raw version of Sami Zayn, always great. Our Lord and Savior on that show, when he gets on the screen, he's our Raw ruler. 
Um, there's some good wrestling too. I thought the Prophets versus Alpha Academy was good. There was nothing great, but AJ and Damian had an okay match. KO and Theory had an okay match. Um, the main event was was fun, but again, the booking is backwards. Like, why is Kevin Owens suddenly beating Austin Theory again? And then it's like, oh, I want to be in WrestleMania, and they're like, nope, not going to be in WrestleMania. You fucking suck, dude. Like that doesn't make any sense. Theory is about to be in an elimination chamber. You have, it's like, oh man, Real and Orton got over early in the show. Well, we got to put an end to that and make sure they get beat at the end because Seth Rollins is and Kevin Owens aren't really, you know, they're not. It's not like Orton and Riddle are challenging for a title, and Seth and Seth is challenging for a title, and Owens is just there. Whatever. It's like all over the place, fifty fifty, all of that. Which, speaking of, I got to hear, believe it or not, I know, I know you're, I know you can't believe it, but I got to hear some raw portion of the booking. Ah, this steak is fucking great. This is good shit. Ah, that motherfucker sneeze. Get that motherfucker out of here. All right, all right, all right. Let's see here, pal. Pal, 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 pal. Last week, uh, the Miz spoke forever, then screwed Dominic. What should we do this week? Well, uh, Vince, what do you think about? We have like a straight up match. We get Ray. Ray and Maurice are barred from ringside, so it's Dominic versus Miz one on one. So there's no distractions, and we can see what actually happens uh, when they're we're in the ring and progress the story that way. What are you a fucking moron like that sneezing son of a bitch? We need more, Miz. More talking. But this time, Ray screws Miz and Dom wins. Perfect. Put it down. Uh, Fine. Fine, Vince. Well, how long do you want that match to be? Hold on. Give me a minute. Got it. One minute. And that's how they booked Raw. I will say one more thing on Raw. I think Lita and Becky should have some heat. I think they're doing, doing good to build that up. Obviously, you know, Lita stands no chance. No chance. Did somebody say no chance in hell? That was unplanned. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's a fun program. Good to see Lita. Good to see Lita in the news walking back her previous statements about Saudi Arabia, where she said, Why are we going? Why is the WWE going to Saudi Arabia? It's terrible. And now she's like, I mean, I, I talked to the women. They said it's incredible out there. And oh, yeah, I'm getting paid millions of dollars. Like, Sure, of course. You know, uh, money talks, as they say. Money, 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 money. All right. Well, let's play a little game. Let's play a little game here. Uh, You know what? Let's call this our main event. Games on. Games on. Hey, hey, what are you doing? Dude, if you get the nachos stuck together, that's one nacho. Uh, okay, look, why don't we just stay for a little bit, okay? Just a little while, huh? Oh, take mine, take mine, take mine. Give her the old sweeperoo. Yep, old Ethel, we've been through a lot of games together. So... What I wanted to do, since we got hundreds, 
hundreds of messages through our Instagram classic underscore pod and email address. Is it a classic pod at gmail.com about my interpretive reading of Ray Mysterio's lyrics and that people enjoyed it. And so I'm here to give you more, but we're going to do it a little bit different this time. We're like I said, play a little game here um, where there are some other, I would say not so classic forgotten wrestling themes that I'm going to provide some clue on the theme, maybe read the lyrics as well. And uh, we're going to go take you back and see if you can figure out before I tell you the answer uh, who these lyrics belong to now uh, or just, you know, the song itself. Now, the first one, I'm just going to straight up read because I want to give it to you. This is a classic WCW theme. You're going to know who it is, but it's some of my favorite lyrics, favorite lyrics. And it's a song called Steinerized. Ah. Throat is ready. Me, 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 me. (laughs) The me's were off. That's weird. Here's the story of two brothers, Rick and Scott. They don't use drugs, and they're always on top. But they're high all the time on their ability. They've got it so bad, they'll knock you to your knees. They take on all comers, no matter what size. There won't be any question when you get Steinerized. 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 All in high school, it was easy to see. Next stop, Michigan University. Examined in wrestling, All-American. Liked it so much, they went back and did it again. They take on all comers, no matter what size. There will not, there will not be any question when you get Steinerized. 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 A great, I mean, a great theme for two all-American boys like the fabulous Rougeos. You gotta, you gotta love it. All right. So that's the Steiners. That's a little WCW action. Uh, let's go. Let's go back to the dub a little bit. I'm going to play a theme for you right now. And I want you to try and guess whose theme this was. 
Here we go. up every morning can't wait to embrace the day i take my coffee by the pool yeah. i pass my picket fence and gaze across my new mowed lawn i never thought my life could be this good i have a brand new do you know it yet let me add a couple more lyrics for you We've got private schools and soccer moms and living life the way we should. I never thought my life could be this good. Yeah. Time to leave my past behind and all the fools that I once knew. Now I'm feeling inside. Each day I get better. Can't you see? Well, if you guessed Cleaver Beaver, you're wrong. If you guessed a random Triple H early theme, you're wrong. If you guessed an early William Regal theme, you're wrong. If you guessed Chavo Guerrero Jr., you're wrong, but close. It was when our friend Chavo was not a not a racialized character at all or a bad character in wrestling history, but he was one Kerwin White. If you got it, if you knew it, one trajillion points to you. All right, the next one here, I'm going to read you the lyrics, and I want you to let me know. Yell at your phone, I guess, or yell at your car. Yell at whatever you're listening to. When you know the answer, I'll hear you. I promise. But here are the lyrics. Let's see if you can guess who it is. I'm a loony. Watch me get nuts. I do backflips out in front of mad trucks. And in high school, the chicks always gave us props because I was nine feet tall and my boy's a cyclops. I can swim in shark-filled waters. Yeah? Well, I can chew nails up and spit out quarters. Go crying for your daddy. What's that going to do when he's just as shook as you, you little shit? Further on it goes. We's a little bit twisted. I gladly admit it. I can unscrew my head off and shoot hoop with it. And you can't, so you gotta label us weird. Even though your mama's got a beard, what? All right, do you know what it is? Well, let's play it for you right now. And I- 
Ah, yes. It is the crazy circus performer group or the insane clown posse with the theme for the oddities. If you got that one, I'm going to say negative 16 points because you should have known it. You're better off for not knowing that. Negative 16 points. Hope you're keeping tally. I am. Kurt Angle, you're not the American hero. I am. All right, what's next here? Well, I'm just going to ask you some questions, a few questions. It's all about the same thing in this old wrestling theme, and hopefully you know uh, what I'm referring to. But what made me a man? The same thing, what, what made me all that I am? What is fit for a king? What is simple and clean? I'll ask these questions one more time. What is it that made me a man? What made me all that I am? What is fit for a king? What is simple and clean? Biscuits and gravy. That's right, motherfucker. Jesse and Festus. Oh, you stepped on my gravy. Oh, now I gotta get mean. This gets gravy. I mean, there's nothing that makes me think about professional wrestling like biscuits and gravy. So I'm I'm glad it finally made it to somebody's entrance, especially the very first thing that comes out. I mean, like, I wonder if we're just gonna think of random other things to suddenly you know, uh, have somebody come out with let's like, uh, I don't know. Um, Plato and then <laughs> fuck. Let's try that again. Plato and Nickelodeon gag. Yeah. Who would that be for? Uh, I don't know. Um, your mama and a chihuahua. Alabama ice cream. Like, I don't know. I, I could just take a bunch of things and just put it at the beginning. And it all could make me a man, make me all that I am. You know, but if you step on my gravy, now I got to get mean. As you know, we mentioned it. All right. For this last one, it's going to give it away. But but perhaps one of the greatest sung and greatest lyricized songs of all time is this following a song, this WCW classic. Here it is, just Keith Lee style, bask in its glory. In those costumes to the wind, he doesn't care about himself. You'd really be a fool to think he cares about someone else. He's not really much of keeping the action in the rain Cause broken bones on a concrete floor are really more his thing He's not on a team or a member of a gang He's Cactus Jack, or better known It's Mr. Bang Bang Oh man, you know 
you've got that for WCW for Cactus Jack, and you've got the much better theme with no lyrics for the WWE theme, WWF theme. Uh, it's just night and day. The difference Jim Johnston makes is that right there. Uh, if you knew what it was when it was first playing, give yourself 86 triple trajillion points. You are the winner. If you remember that, if you had that WCW album with Steiner Eyes and Mr. Bang Bang and the dragon on it with Ricky Steamboat, uh, who talked about not cheating on his wife, where he's got lots of women, but he he's a man. He can handle it. All these women are coming after. I mean, like, go look up the lyrics to the dragon for Ricky Steamboat. I almost put that on here, but it's literally like, he's a family man. Women are all over him because he's hot and sexy. But, oh, no, he pushes them away because he's got a wife and kids, and he's not going to do that to them. Like, he's got temptation, but, no, the dragon stares in the eyes, and he's not thinking about that. He's thinking about his wife and kids. It's crazy. Almost made it on here, but eh, we'll call it cut for time. All right, that's it. That's all I got for you this week. Hopefully you enjoyed it. A little brief solo ep. Had a little fun. I had fun. I hope you had fun. Next week we will be back with the match, which is the first Elimination Chamber, which happened at Survivor Series 2002. It's a good one. Danny should be back. And I hope everybody has a wonderful Valentine's Day. Please, before you go, like, subscribe, comment, download. Tell your mammy. Tell your pappy. Tell your friends. Tell your animals. Tell tell Alabama ice cream. Hashtag Alabama ice cream. Uh, Tell Play-Doh and... I almost said Nintendo. Play-Doh and Nintendo would have been funnier than Play-Doh and uh, Nickelodeon Gak, but that's what we got. We don't edit shit on this show. Anyways, follow us at Instagram, classic underscore pod. Email us at isaclassicpod at gmail.com. If you got a match you think it's a classic, if you want us to talk about it, let us know why it's a classic. We will feature it on the show. And, as always, I leave you with this. Bang, bang.